City Talk UK with Michelle Livesey. Are no more knives campaigns going national as police forces across the country join together to rid the streets of dangerous blades? Knife surrender bins are being set up in towns and cities to encourage as many people as possible to hand over knives, no questions asked. It's after our campaign on Merseyside following a number of stabbings, including that of Danny Fox from St Helens. Daniel was a beautiful person. He was um, very kind, very loving, very, very, very funny. Danny died from stab wounds following a night out in 2016. His aunt Dawn Jones has this message for anyone who carries a knife. Think about the consequences. Think about the devastation that you're going to cause. Think about the life that you're going to take. I hope you can live with that. I hope you can live with the life that you've taken and the devastation that you cause to everybody else. Well, that message is being spread across the UK this week. Our reporter, Abby Smittens, in Manchester, which is one of the many areas following Merseyside's lead. GMP are warning people it's dangerous to just carry a knife. There's been an increase in the number of people who carry blades as a method of self-defence. But we're being warned just doing that is illegal and could mean four years in jail. We, we don't want to be arresting young people for carrying knives. We don't want them to be carrying knives in the first place place. Whilst there's a four-year sentence to be carried for someone that's found in possession of a knife, that's not really the answer. We need to step back and actually raise awareness of the implications of that. That was Chief Inspector John Haywood. They'll be out on the streets this week. Officers will be raising awareness and will be searching people, but they're promising their main focus is prevention. The launch is here at Oldham Boxing Gym. They're one of a number of community projects across Greater Manchester that take in at-risk kids. Eric Noy runs the gym. Places like this add value to the whole community, engaging young people who otherwise may have been doing other stuff. Then we've got to look at the social impact. Could, could we kind of put a, a price on that? One of the faces backing the campaign is lightweight champion boxer Terry Flanagan. What you find in boxing is when you go into a gym as a young kid, you realise that there's always someone bigger, better hard or tougher, so it teaches you respect. GMP is working alongside groups like Oldham Boxing Gym to educate young people. It's part of a long-term plan to end knife crime lasting beyond this week of action. Tributes are pouring in for the British tourists tragically killed in a helicopter crash in the Grand Canyon. Three of those known to have lost their lives are from West Sussex. Our Southampton reporter Joe Rowlings has more. Becky Dobson, a vet receptionist from Worthing, died when the aircraft came down on Saturday. It's believed she was on holiday with her boyfriend Stuart Hill to celebrate his 30th birthday. Stuart and his brother Jason, aged 32, were also killed in the crash. Becky's father, Peter Dobson, says she was a lovely girl, full of life and was always happy. The pilot and three other British tourists, including 32-year-old Jonathan Uddle from Southampton, remain in a critical condition in hospital. City Talk, UK. We've been investigating the growing problem of children being used by gangs to push drugs. It's called County Lines because youngsters in, say, Birmingham will be groomed and trafficked across the country into dealing in places like London or even Scotland. We put in a freedom of information request to several police forces to see how many kids are being arrested on suspicion of supplying Class A drugs. Shockingly, we found 11-year-olds are being used as so-called drug mules. Our Leeds reporter, Rosanna Austin, 
Lane's been taking a look at the problem there. Figures I've got hold of show West Yorkshire Police have arrested nearly 250 under-16s for drug offences since 2013. It comes as experts warn nationally thousands of kids are being groomed by criminal gangs and used as drugs mules. It's a crime known as County Lines and it's happening right here. I'm Mark Burns-Williamson, the Police and Crime Commissioner for West Yorkshire. County Lines, unfortunately, something that is on the increase. So this is criminal gangs exploiting young people to carry drugs and even linked to human trafficking. We have to disrupt and tackle this head-on, which in West Yorkshire we are trying to do that, but we know this is a, a national issue. Well, we spoke to one mum who says she now lives in fear of her own son after he was brainwashed by a gang and went missing more than 200 times. Her words are spoken by an actor. He was on track to go to a good university, a top university. He now doesn't have anything. He was attending school just so he could go missing. It was a means of getting out of the house, otherwise I wouldn't have let him go. It's a total, total mess. The Children's Society told me it's seeing more cases like that one than ever before, with children from big cities like London and Manchester being trafficked across the country to sell drugs. Rhiannon Sawyer's from the charity. She says the young people need to be treated as victims, not criminals. What we see is children who are living in poverty are most at risk. Adults will groom the young people in many different ways, including through social media or offering drugs and alcohol, and then they'll use threats or violence or sexual abuse to control the children. They're at the very bottom of a very large food chain. The National Crime Agency says it's hard to record the true scale of the problem and it could be much bigger than we realise. Meanwhile, another drug issue giving calls for concern in many areas across the country is laughing gas. Police are cracking down on it being sold at festivals and also in nightclubs, but in Grimsby, the council's worried it's a craze which kids are getting caught up in. Our reporter Natalie Bell's been investigating. One, two, three... Four, five. There's five just in this small area here. Well, I've come down to this playing field with North East Lincolnshire councillor Ron Shepherd. It's one of many areas in Scartho where kids are apparently abusing nitrous oxide or what's known as laughing gas. It doesn't take long to see how big of a problem it actually is. The field in front of me is completely littered with these empty canisters. They're like small silver cylinders and youngsters are apparently putting them inside balloons and inhaling them to get high. Councillor Shepherd's collected hundreds these past few weeks. These I found on the floor. They're available for use in bakery for cream dispensers and the like. It's not an illegal substance, but of course what they're using them for is that they're decanting them into balloons and then snorting them, and so they're under the influence. We believe that some of them may be driving. Well, Humberside Police have increased patrols in the Waltham and Scartho areas and say anyone caught with them in their possession will be dealt with appropriately. This is... City Talk UK. Now, we're often reminded not to use A&E departments unless it's necessary, but now we're being told to think twice about using our GPs. NHS England's launching a major campaign to ease pressure on the health service, and they're aiming it at parents who take their kids to the doctor with minor illnesses. Instead, they want mums and dads to take a trip to the pharmacist instead. Well, we've been talking to one of the top guys on this one, Richard Vautry. I'm the chair of the BMA's GP committee, and I'm a GP in Leeds. It's important to recognise the skills of our local pharmacy colleagues. They can often provide really useful, helpful advice. We do need to try and ensure that we focus our care and attention on those who are the sickest and patients who have what we might term a self-limiting illness, an illness that's going to get better on its own without the need for antibiotics or for other treatment. Sometimes simple advice and suggestion or just gaining confidence that you're doing the right thing and getting that advice from a pharmacist may be all that you 
need. And we've been getting more details on the royal wedding. And a big point to note is it's not going to clash with the FA Cup final. Our London reporter Georgie Pedromo is outside Kensington Palace for us with all the details. Well, it's here that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle will live once they've tied the knot. And today we got a few more details about the wedding itself. We've known for a while it's happening in Windsor and not Westminster Abbey like with Wills and Kate. But the palace has added that the wedding will take place at midday on the 19th of May. That's just hours before that all-important FA Cup final. So there won't be a clash of what to put on the TV at least. They'll also have a carriage procession through the streets of Windsor afterward, similar to the last royal wedding, and they'll probably be getting an official royal title. Well, royal commentator Alistair Bruce has told us it's unlikely that we'll find out what it is before the big day. After the wedding, she'll be known as Her Royal Highness Princess Henry of Wales, or Harry of Wales, but it's possible that the Queen will grant a dukedom. That has not been announced yet. It's more traditionally announced on the day itself. Well, in Windsor, the local businesses are already preparing for the big day. Windsor has just gone to a different stage, actually. I would say it's reborn. We are thinking about some uh, British flags, nice one, and uh, some pictures as well outside, and some nice flowers. There are also rumours this will be quite different from other royal weddings we've seen. The Sunday Times' Roya Nikar expects Meghan to make a speech herself. Well, I think it's going to have much more of a show business element to it than other royal weddings. I've reported that Meghan is going to give a speech at her wedding. That's very different to what we've seen before. However different it might be, that won't be putting a stop to the crowds that are bound to gather in Windsor to catch a glimpse of the pair for the first time as a married couple. So whether you're a football fan or love a good wedding, then May the 19th is definitely one for the diary. That's your latest. You bang up to date. City Talk UK.